What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only Ace Witch, aka Bob Cousy, <laughs> getting ready to play on uh, <laughs> getting ready to play on the uh, a seventies basketball team, some sort in a minute. <laughs> Episode of Switch of Sights, episode 177. Um, I guess some minor housekeeping a little bit uh, for video and or stream viewers. Maybe curious what happened to the room cam. I wish I knew myself. Um, basically, uh, for some reason, the uh the 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 webcam that i was using for that just did not stop cooperating i guess probably broke um but now it was the issue where i got another one and it it because they're the same like model as like the one i use uh at least in terms of this main shot um, I don't think there's a way to use multiple of the same webcam for some strange reason. Uh, I may have to do some more research troubleshooting to figure that out, but that is at least why I've not been able to get that cam to work or cooperate for what the past couple episodes. So I guess we'll, we'll see worst case, you know, you just get more of this 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 handsome face you know it's it's unfortunate but you know hey sometimes you just gotta look at look at cute people you know just sometimes you just gotta look at them just look at them in their face maybe look them a little bit you know just to just to just make things a little bit more alive <laughs> <laughs> got a pretty good episode for you uh this week um got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about been watching a fair amount of stuff uh really been playing only spoilers only been playing really final fantasy 16 when i when i hit could have um so there's that hope everybody had a happy fourth of july um uh apparently my neighborhood doesn't know when the fourth ends because they keep pop They've been, well, normally they pop the fireworks every goddamn weekend, but now it's just, they, they popped it off today, like at, at least like 20 times since it, since it turned night, like they don't, they don't know when, 
when the force stops, when it ends. But but I digress. Um, excuse me. So without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion. Um, so word on the street is that, uh, Red Dead Redemption, um, potentially maybe, uh, is likely in the works. Um, uh, at least initially, uh, according to, um, the game being rated in Korea in 2023, uh, fairly recently. Um, so for those that don't know, in terms of when a game gets rated, um, in other countries, it's pretty much a given that it will likely come to, you know, the U S at some point. So based off this, um, it seems to be rated for PC. Um, and according to their, uh, the Korean game rankings, NV refers the con- re- refers to console games while NP refers to PC games. So, um, in this case, uh, it is, it was referred to as MP, which would be PC. So, um, that pops, pops up a few, a few questions specifically. Um, since one, the first Red Dead Redemption has never been ported to PC, which, you know, of course, a fair amount of people, uh, you know, very much are requesting and want uh, include myself. I, I, I totally play uh red dead again on a uh, PC, even though there is uh on the, on, if you have a series X and you have a, you know, a copy of, um, red dead redemption for 360, you can pop it in. And I think you can play at least, um, with, uh, you know, Microsoft's, uh, you know, magic butter, if you will, AKA, uh, emulation to some extent or, and, or their, uh, yeah, I guess essentially it's emulation, but they're baby basically able to, to do some trickery to upscale, um, classic retro games, um, from the 360 and even the OG Xbox era to, at least in the case of Red Dead Redemption to be 4k, uh, 30, I thought 60, but I think it's 30, which is pretty dope. Um, depending on how things turn out shoot, I'm, I'm tempted to play the first one again. Hell play the second one again. That was a wonderful experience, but nonetheless. Um, so yeah, so that, that was the first tidbit of, uh, what we got like earlier last week. Then to add to that, um, some of the social club trophies got updated apparently according to a, a Twitter user whose tweet is now unavailable. So that's even more credence to this is, uh, you know, after they revealed this and they took it down, but bless reset era in terms of, uh, getting them screenshots before it was. Um, so at least you could tell from like, uh, at least one cases, there is a picture with uh, money bags, 
um, that in, in terms of the old one, the old picture, uh, um, trophy, it looks way more like, uh, f- um, faded and just, um, pretty bland in comparison to the new one, which is way more defined and, um, contrasted if you will. So it, it very much looks updated nonetheless. So that further definitely adds credence to at least the likelihood of us getting, um, getting a PC port to be pretty likely. And then adding even more to, 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 to this is, um, uh, apparently on a, um, I think an earnings call for take two, which is the parent company at rockstar games. There was a, um, a mention of, a uh, officially that, uh, there's in at least quoted specifically among their initiatives for this period, they have mentioned the release of two, uh, quote unquote, previously released titles. As of now, I don't recall them officially announcing these projects yet. Uh, we also plan to launch two new iterations of previously released titles in, in fiscal 2024. So generally to my understanding, the fiscal year ends in March of 2024. So it's very likely we'll at least get one of those two titles before the end of this year, which it seems like is more than likely probably going to be red dead redemption, uh, the original red dead redemption for PC. Um, since, you know, obviously the game has previously come out on, um, PS three, where I guess there could be a possibility that it could be alongside PC. There could be, a um, a release of, a kind of an updated version, if you will, uh, for consoles as well. But there's also the fact that within red dead redemption two, um, literally the whole, uh, map from the first game is included in red dead redemption two, even though I, from what I recall when playing it, it's very bare bones and obviously look kind of like a shadow of his former self. Uh, which makes sense because it is a prequel to the first one anyway. So, uh, but I mean it, when you look at that as well, it seems like the groundwork has already been put in place and considering how the events of Red Dead Redemption two kind of set it up to be, uh, for Red Dead Redemption one remastered remade to happen. I mean, all, all signs are definitely pointing to this being, uh, well, I mean, damn, they are pretty much confirmed at this point. Um, so that's pretty dope. I definitely would welcome it very much. Uh, but that opens the question, uh, to obviously we, we can pretty much, we can pretty much assume that Red Dead Redemption one is a given, but what is the other, the other, uh, iteration? So it is so specifically it's a previously released title. So it's nothing new. So it's definitely something being ported, uh, ported and or remade technically. So I have a few guesses when it comes to that. 
my other guess, which I would very much not want, but could be likely is, um, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto five ported yet again. Uh, in this case, possibly on, I hate to say it, <sighs> the Nintendo switch. cloud version I really wouldn't want that obviously I wouldn't want that personally but I could see it I mean you know they of course released the whole original trilogy um, GTA trilogy on uh, the switch so it's not like it's foreign territory for them to release their games on Nintendo switch obviously GTA five sells an insane amount of money still. Uh, so could also be, you know, lucrative in that respect to get people who maybe only have a switch and you know, if it is on there, they will totally play it. (sighs) That's a possibility, but I don't know. I guess technically the other possibility could be at least from what I'm hearing as well from others is that uh GTA four could be remastered slash um, uh, not remastered. Yeah. Remastered uh, maybe potentially remade. I, I, I would, I would assume more so remastered. Uh, but then again, like Red Dead Redemption one, there is on the three on the Xbox series X, you can play a, I believe a 4k 60 upscaled version of a, GTA four. So I don't know that, that, that makes me less, I don't know, less, um, I don't know, like my affinity towards it. Not as, not as great in that respect. I don't know. Previously released titles. Yeah, so I, I assume at least one for sure is Red Dead Redemption one. And then the other is probably GTA. Whether it's four or five, who knows? Maybe it could be GTA five for PC, but maybe an updated version that I know gets rid of the the boggled um, games for Windows Live, arbitrary Xbox tie in that would, you know, didn't really well, is more of a hindrance nowadays than like, uh, you know, a help if you will. Um, actually let me fact check that real quick. ETA for, for windows live patched. I know you can probably for sure absolutely mod it out. I'm curious if they like just straight up patched it where they totally removed that integration. Yeah, because it is on Steam. Or is there a way to play it, just omit it or just ignore it? 
Okay. So I guess... So I guess it seems to just work like a local app, apparently. I assume you you lose the uh, online multiplayer functionality, which is a shame because, man, that was some really fun multiplayer, um, even before Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, Team Mafia work, that, that I wish they bring that mode back to some capacity because that was a very fun mode. Uh, at least for those that may not know the, the, the setup was basically think like, think like a traditional multiplayer objective, uh, type mode, if you will, from like any standard multiplayer game. But in this case, it's basically like if it's basically like playing like single player GTA, but you're playing against another team. And it could be multiple teams. It could be like just a, just one team against another or like kind of like a similar to Halo in a way, multi-team type thing where there's like multiple teams facing each other. And the, the premise is that you uh, get, get these random jobs. And that's the cool part too, is that it's totally random in terms of like the mission. So they're basically like you get a random mission that everybody collectively is, um, is, uh, you know, um, appointed to do, uh, but then like some of the nuance comes into play when, uh, there's, they're generally like, um, get, get the drugs from these locations. And there's like at least an allocated amount across the map that pretty much, um, leads to conflict between the other teams. So basically if I'm trying to get it, get some drugs from, from a location, on the map, uh, the other teams are doing the same thing. So it could come to a point where two teams are trying to get the same like pack of drugs and then like, you know, a shootout happens and then, you know, you can either, you know, uh, hit the, hit the, hit the opposing team or, you know, you got a teammate with you on the back of your motorcycle trying to gun them down and then get the package and deliver it. And it's just, it adds a whole interesting layer in my opinion for, kind of the gameplay to make it way more engaging, um, and a nice spin, um, on a multiplayer spin on like the single player GTA formula, if you will. So I totally love that mode. I'm, I'm surprised we, we, I, I, from what I've played, uh, many times in the past, um, it, it really wasn't a mode like that in GTA online. Um, from what I've, witnessed and, and played there the, at least the closest was like, I think there's some dedicated like modes where it's, it's basically like a destined mission, like a, a um, a allocated cutoff mission where it is set up where you are against another team, but it's not the same. It's not like a, it's not like a, uh, what felt like, um, I don't know, uh, a full blown world where after you complete one mission, then they give you another one, then they give you another one. And then of course you can adjust the timing in terms of like, you know, um, however many objectives you completed, um, and you know, all that accumulates and then, you know, who, whoever did most of the objectives wins types thing. But this, but for the GTA Online one, it was way more cut off and like, 
um, sparse. It just wasn't as, I don't know, robust as team mafia work. And I just like the whole concept of, uh, you know, just the randomness of each mission. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like, you know, there was a bare minimum of missions. It felt very, um, varied in terms of like the, the various objectives. And they, I think they also kind of made sense in the world in terms of the, some, some, somewhat of the continuity of the, the story to an extent that, um, yeah, I just really like, and I think they really nailed it. And I just, I'm disappointed that, uh, at least in GTA online, there hasn't been a mode. Maybe, maybe we might get it back in GTA six potentially, but man, I really wish they, 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 they brought that back, man. That was a fun ass mode. Um, but, 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 but I digress. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, something, a previous release. So yeah, it's gotta either, it's gotta for sure. Red Dead Redemption one and, or, um, I doubt it would be, no, they wouldn't do Red Dead Redemption one and Red Dead Revolver. I don't think if anything, it would be included with Red Dead Redemption one, I would guess. So my guess is probably likely GTA four, um, <laughs> unless they pour GTA five on switch. That's those are my own top, top, top two guesses. Um, we, they've already ported the previous GTAs semi recently. So that seems to be the next logical step. If it's a previous game they released, unless they just come out of nowhere and announce like rockstar table tennis or something, uh, uh, man, <laughs> manhunt. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind manhunt a remake remake of manhunt, make it even more gory like in, in mortal Kombat. I mean, it was gory to begin with at its time and very controversial, but man, yeah. Yeah, I think they fixed the game for Windows Live thing. So, yeah, it could very well be just a remake of GTA 4, potentially. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, Moving on. Speaking of leaks. Keep that leak train going. Cheep, cheep. Uh, Last of Us Part Three apparently has been leaked. A couple of details. Um, credit goes out to viewer Anon on uh, Twitter. Um, at least what he said specifically. Look, it's early story details are tweaked and everything is potentially up in the air to be changed. But I assure you, I've, I've heard Ellie is at least as important in the last was part three as she was in part two. Um, then, uh, in terms of the thread reply getting questioned, that's very questionable. And he said, all I can say is I've been very local, very vocal for quite a while that the last was part three is in development and others are finally noticing major filming is happening this year. Um, and in response to that, you mean motion capture? 
And he says, however you define it, they are rolling cameras and recording, recording audio as well. So that, that brings up a few questions. Um, well, how, I guess potential spoilers for last was part two, but I'll try to be careful in that respect, but how part two ended, it technically is open, but then it's like, how, what else can they, I don't know, explore after part two. It's hard for me to kind of fathom. I mean, they did allude to a new, uh, they did have somewhat of a time jump, I think towards the end and as well as a, um, a new kind of threat, if you will. So I guess they can kind of lean into that with part two. I mean, three, um, my other, uh, something else I thought I heard was that there was some focus on multiplayer, which maybe they could have thought that, uh, that factions, that factions, which, you know, we talked about previously that was, a uh, you know, the touted big, uh, next game from them. Um, that was gonna like, you know, be almost the next call. And if you will, that they seem to be having trouble getting that out. So maybe they, I don't know, after more deliberation and, uh, development, maybe thought maybe they would flesh that out into a game potentially. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, at least how part two ended, it would be, it would, it, 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 it alluded if, if there was a continuation of it, that it would more so feature Abby than, uh, Ellie, which technically could still be the case. And as well, obviously, um, a grain of salt, but interesting major role huh and i guess when it comes to the filming aspect maybe they could be doing some some integration with the hbo or hbo themselves in terms of maybe that would be kind of crazy that they happen to release both of these at the same time <coughs> that'd be crazy as hell That'd be an interesting experiment too. Like, I don't think that's ever technically been done at least at this capacity where, you know, potentially they release like the show that will probably, you know, be weekly with new episodes and then the game and maybe they could play with it. Maybe, you know, add some value to each where, you know, you can get a different perspective from the show versus the game and vice versa which I think that'd be pretty cool and interesting to play with and uh, do if they were going that route. But interesting, interesting. I, I think this is definitely uh, way, way down in the pipeline for sure. I think they, they're currently working on some new unannounced game IP. Uh, so I believe I'm pretty sure it's a new IP that we haven't seen before. So I don't think we'll be seeing this anytime soon, but, uh, at least it's kind of good to know. And maybe they, maybe they might ended up, end up putting factions along with this 
I don't think I don't think they'll do that. I think they know people really want it, so I think they'll at least bring factions as it still still have faction as its own thing. But I thought I saw somewhere where they were talking about it having like a totally different multiplayer. Maybe I miss I'm misremembering that. Yeah, I don't know. So there you go. Apparently, obviously green assault still. Um last was part three. Yeah, I don't know. I I I definitely will take it, but you know, it's still the same thing like <laughs> even with the first one, like totally would have been content with just that being the the last last of that. <laughs> but um I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Last Was Part Two. <sighs> there, yeah, there was some, uh, yeah. After as time passed, I've kind of warmed up about it, but man, I had some issues initially for sure. But I digress. Um, so there you go. Last Was Part Three. Who would have thought? Not me. I mean, I thought I thought there was a possibility, but. Moving on. Swing it. Um, Mortal Kombat one uh, dropped a trailer as well as there is a, I think what they call a combat cast. Uh, but initially they did show this trailer. Um, I want to watch again, actually. To refresh my memory as well. So, seems like they show a little bit of what I assume, excuse me, what I assume is the story, uh, continue story, um, at least on the Lin Kuei side with now in this timeline. <clears throat> Apparently, Scorpion and Sub-Zero are now brothers or more related in the same uh, clan, at least. Um... So that's dope. They showed a new like, uh, level, like uh, it seems like a Lin Kuei temple or something like that. At least the vibes it gives off for sure. Uh, they also showed some new, uh, new aspects. They showed Scorpion as a, as a cameo fighter, which I don't think we, we saw that, uh, until this trailer. And they also show smoke who, uh, is also, at least going to be initial character now, which is pretty dope. I'm kind of digging his design. He looks, you know, very similar to, to the, um, to the, to the original ninjas, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. He's got his own, you know, got the gray hair. He got, he got the, he got the pepper. He got the salt and pepper. And, um, you know, he throwing that smoke around with the, he got the little dagger. I think that's kind of cool. He got it, like the smoke is attached to his dagger and I guess he can uh, associate the smoke properties to the dagger. Like when he throws it and, you know, stabs people with it was pretty, pretty cool. Then they also are revealed a couple of new cameo fighters, which um, I think one, well, outside of the scorpion, which I don't think we seen before. They also showed uh, Cyrax and Sector. And they seem to be pretty, pretty akin to their uh, OG um, iterations. 
um, which I think the concept is somehow they're able to use these, these, uh, enemies. There's probably some story explanation for it. I'm sure. Well, knowing that, uh, this is the new timeline. So maybe there's some means of them to bring people from the older timeline into this one. And probably there's some story explanation for it, I guess. But, um, that's at least where they're going with, which I think is actually a pretty good mix and blend. Um, kind of giving them the freedom to start, start fresh while also, um, reference back to, you know, the, the classic games also got uh frost as well, which was interesting. Um, that's a surprise. Um, it makes sense. Her being a cameo character. Um, but man, these x-rays, they like going in full depth. Then, uh, <laughs> it's like the man, they, I'm, they're dead, but they're still getting up. Um, I don't know how that works, but you know, obviously video game logic, suspension of belief to some extent there. Uh, what else we got? Yeah. Sector. Cyrex, uh, Kung Lao, I think we saw as a cameo fighter. Um, yeah, more levels, more, uh, x-rays, uh, showing, uh, Cyrex or sectors, uh, x-ray attack. Well, combination of, 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 of both. Um, they, they totally did. I forgot rain. They also showed rain. I'm not sure I dig. Well, I don't know. I've never really dug this whole, uh, extension of rain being this elemental sorcerer vibe they're going with now. Um, <coughs> he seems very different from how he played in, um, I forgot. I'm not sure if he was in 11 or not. I forgot. I know he was for sure. He was in 10 or 11, but I think he was in 11. Um, yeah, he's like a sorcerer now. He's got a staff and everything. I don't know. I kind of, part of me wants the rain, all the, all the MK ninjas to still be, I don't know, ninjas, I guess that's, that's probably the best I can ask for. But yeah, you got Sean Frost, her being a cameo, smoke doing some of his combos with a little, little curve dagger doing a, doing a delusions and, and, and comboing in his, uh, buddy. Interesting. Interesting. Showed a classic, uh, fatality from, um, Scorpion, but yeah, looking really good. Um, oh shit. Oh shit. Smoke show. Oh my God. He going, he put the, he put the smoke in it, cut his arms off, put, put a smoke bomb in the dude's mouth, mouth jaw blew out. Fatality. <laughs> oh, I love Mortal Kombat. No, I'll, I'll never stop. I'll never stop. Um, so after that, they did show like um, a more extensive um, uh, feedback in terms of like, you know, <clears throat> basically saying, hey, we got a lot of helpful data from the, um, the stress test, which I unfortunately did not get to participate in. And, um, yeah, they, they got a lot of like the, the, the essential, like criticisms from the stress test. And they're like, Hey, we're looking at that. We're having, having conversations. 
about what to change and, and things like that. So that's, 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 that's good that they're at least listen, listening to feedback, making this the best game it can be, uh, when it, when it does release, um, in September. So that is dope. Um, what else? What the hell else? Oh yeah. They showed, um, uh, Johnny cage in terms of his new mechanics, which is very interesting. So apparently he's lost in this, this timeline, uh, iteration of him. He's apparently lost like his projectile, like supernatural ability moves for the most part. Cause I think at least the one things that he he's missing now with this iteration is he's missing like his, uh, under his underball attack. I think he still has the shadow kick. But he's basically a, I think they said he's a rushdown character now for the most part. So he has some interesting properties, uh, but what they show is pretty dope. So he can do this dash move where he can dash quickly and do it twice in succession as well as um, a dash through people. Um, So if you're, you know, more than at least the probably the most obvious scenario is if you're getting cornered and getting that ass tapped in the corner, you can do uh, that attack to get out of danger um, in that respect. Uh, and then the other aspect they showed was he has uh, this star icon in his lower right um, for his character, which basically is, I guess, um, oh, I, it kind of reminds me of Jamie's drinks from Street Fighter Six, in a way where basically um, with each, with most of his attacks, he can taunt at the end of the, the attack to build the gauge up. And I'm assuming, I don't think they showed what happens when he, when it maxes out, but apparently when you max it out, you can probably get like, be super powered to some extent or have a lot of some advantages of some sort that you wouldn't have with the, with that, that gauge being, um, maxed out otherwise. So, but yeah, he, you could tell like you can definitely express him as a character in his entirety and flipping people off and being very, uh, very um, obnoxious in, in a lot of ways, which is, hey, that's Johnny Cage, really, when you think about it. So he seems pretty cool. I'm definitely I definitely would play with him. I don't know. He wouldn't be my go to probably Jax. I mean, I know they they about to I, I know they're going to knock, knock Jax out the park for sure can't wait to see that. But, um, yeah, I think after that, I don't think they really showed too much. I think maybe, I think they went into explanation a little bit of the cameos, at least some of the cameos we saw, I want to say, and that was pretty much the gist of it. So really digging it. Mortal Kombat one is shaping up to be yet again, another great game. I mean, man, uh, I was, I was thinking about it. And, you know, I know the conversation is being brought up as well, but man, this, this actually might be one of the, one of the best years in gaming history, to be honest, like just awesome game after awesome game and, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, Dead Space remake, Final Fantasy 16, um, Spider-Man 2. Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6. Ugh. If, if Tekken, 
I doubt Tekken's coming out this year, but man, if Tekken comes out this year, oh my God, I, I doubt it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we'll find out by, um, by Evo, uh, this year, but boy, man, if Tekken comes out in the same year, goodness, that'd be crazy. That would be, this, this would definitely be a, a year, um, um, a year, a year in the books for sure. Uh, moving on. Um, of course, with the ongoing FTC versus Microsoft, uh, drama, um, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, just, uh, very interesting information details being, uh, put out, at least in this case, it was not intentionally, but, um, uh, all due to the fault of a, of a particular Sharpie. Um, so basically in a document, uh, Sony supplied, um, from PlayStation chief, uh, Jim Ryan, um, included, uh, redacted details on margin margins of Sony shares with publishers, call of duty revenues, cost of development, some games, etc. Um, and so basically, uh, someone redacted the documents with a black Sharpie, but when they were scanned in the scarp, the, the Sharpies are very, it's very easy to see past them essentially. So pretty much all the information is there. And I guess somehow we're, we were get got hold of the document and shared it with us. Um, so at least some of the details specifically that are very interesting, at least that I found interesting, um, is some of the like budgets for some of the triple a single player, ex- uh, Sony exclusive games, <coughs> um, that came out. Uh, so in regards to Horizon forbidden West, which came out, I guess, was it last year? Late last year, at least I want to say, uh, cost 212 million over five years with 300 employees to develop. And the last was part two cost 220 million with around 200 employees. Um, in regards to that development, um, I think another crazy, uh, statistic from this, uh, <clears throat> from this is specifically the call of duty franchise on PlayStation. And they said in 2021, over 14 million users by device spent 30% or more of their time playing Call of Duty. Over 6 million users spent more than 70% of their time on Call of Duty. And about 1 million users spent 100% of their time, uh, gaming time on Call of Duty. Uh, in 2021, Call of Duty players spent an average of 116 hours and I, and they, they have it in, in a question mark. Cause even though you can tell, um, you can read behind the Sharpie, there is a margin of error in terms of the number, uh, numbers, but, or I think they're also just trying to, you know, save face if you will to not, you know, um, give a aired number or, you know, not make it definitive, but nonetheless, 116 hours per year playing call of duty. Um, Call of Duty players spending more than 70% of their time on Call of Duty. Um, 
spent an average of 290, 96 hours on the franchise, which is crazy. And then, um, did I mention that, uh, the document suggests call of duty is, was worth 800 million for PlayStation revenue in just the U S during 2021. Um, the documents, uh, is said to be potentially 1.5 billion globally. Um, and that's, that's just the game alone. Uh, not counting accessory subscriptions, everything else. And that could jump to 15.9 billion a year, perhaps 13.9 billion. But yeah, that's a huge ass amount and crazy to know. And now makes more sense in terms of why PlayStation is gonna definitely drag its feet in, uh, <clears throat> it's a uh, forced participation in this merger with uh, Xbox and uh, Activision. So, hmm. I'm curious how they got this data, but according to Sony Entertainment uh, internal surveys, almost half of PlayStation, well, I guess from the surveys, uh, almost half of PlayStation 5 owners in the United States also own a Nintendo Switch, while less than 20% of the of PlayStation five owners in the U United States also own an Xbox series or X. So that's interesting, man, that those are some details. Let me tell you, um, man, that's a, that, that's some interesting data. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> all because of a, of a Sharpie. Oh, I guess they definitely won't be doing that again. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So keeping in line with, uh, all this FCC, uh, or FTC, FTC drama. There's also some details, uh, revealed, uh, in regards to, um, on Microsoft's end, essentially, uh, specifically in regards to some, uh, almost or potential, uh, acquisitions, uh, that at least Microsoft was, uh, considering, um, or at least I assume, um, in an email, uh, seen by the verge, uh, Xbox chief Phil Spencer wrote to both Microsoft and CEO of Microsoft, Satya uh, Nadella and Microsoft CFO, Amy Hood requesting a strategy approval to approach Sega Sammy over a potential acquisition of its game, Sega gaming studios. Um, quote, we believe that Sega has built a well-balanced portfolio of games across segments with global geographic appeal and will help us accelerate the Xbox game pass both on and off console said Spencer in the November, 2020 email. So there is that. Um, I guess the, apparently there was talks to acquire Zynga, um, Hitman, a uh, developer of Hitman, Iowa interactive was on the watch list. Uh, Thunderville, not sure about them. Um, I'm curious. What did they, what did they do? Oh, I guess they did, the. Oh, the gunk. I think that is a Xbox exclusive steam world build viewfinder planet of Lana Lego brick tales. Apparently 
So they've been turning off some games. I've not heard of them. Uh, Super Giant Games, the guys behind um, uh, Hades. Hades, I think. Um, I think Transistor. Hades, Transistor. Forgot Hades 2 is on the way. Hades, Transistor, Pyre, Bastion. So that would have been an interesting get. Niantic, I think the Pokemon Go people. Uh, Playrix and Zynga. I'm not sure if I mentioned Zynga. Um, but I guess they were are eventually required by Take-Two. So... And then Bungie, a uh, now owned Sony owned studio, was on the list with Microsoft internal documents stating that the acquisition of Bundy, <laughs> Bundy, Bungie will include securing valuable IP, Destiny and its community, and integration of its dev and live ops infrastructure into Xbox Game Studios. Microsoft had identified a high burn rate risk for Bungie alongside NetEase's 100 million minority stake development investment in uh, 2018. It also noted that destiny was one of the highest hours generating titles on, on console game pass. So that, well, yeah, I, I, I know, I feel like that would have been more iffy because knowing that Bungie was previously, I think there was some deal. Well, yeah, Microsoft, I think technically, previously owned Bungie, you know, with Halo, uh, the, the least the initial Halos before they disbanded, I think after reach or whatever. Um, so yeah, that, I think that would have been a little, that probably wouldn't have been the best choice considering they wanted to be by themselves, even though now they're with, uh, Sony now. Um, but I assume maybe they get their freedom to, you know, obviously, bring destiny on multiple platforms instead of just restricting them to one, but maybe some perks outside of that. So that probably wouldn't have been the wise choice, but at least knowing now they didn't actually do that. So pretty interesting to know, you know, interesting to know. Other than that, that does it for the uh, news. This episode get into what I've been playing, which has been, um, final fantasy 16, man, how I, if I could guess, I don't know. I'm probably, um, 20, 20, maybe, uh, maybe 25. I would guess probably maybe 25 hours. I could be totally off. Maybe, um, I'm enjoying it. Um, not been playing it as much as I want. I've just been busy with external stuff. Um, that's been keeping me distracted from doing. So I plan to at least get some good time in this weekend. Hopefully, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it definitely heavy uh, game of throne vibes for sure. Um, combat again, I think that the, the term going around lately is a uh, devil may Clive. Um, what was the term I was saying? Final fantasy may cry was one I like. Um, 
Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. At least playing it so far, mind you, I've yet to fully, like, I assume, fully open up a lot of the combat, it feels like, to an extent. But at the same time, I do feel like, how would I say this? So, at least the issue I am seeing, at least playing so far. So, mind you, the combat in Final Fantasy 16, you could tell is very, well, obviously they have the, the combat, I believe the combat director that uh, worked on Devil May Cry. Um, I think the series as a whole, but I think at least most recently, Devil May Cry 5 um, work on this game which you can definitely tell, <clears throat> but at the same time, I feel like it is being held back by that, if that makes sense. So it's like, at least from what I've, I've experienced so far, the combat feels like it could use a little bit more depth and maybe I could, I have to look up some combo videos, maybe to get my, give myself a better concept, uh, understanding everything. But I feel like the combat is not as, Hmm, not as flexible as I would personally want it to be. Yeah. I just, I think the, the, the combat could be way more flexible, like devil may cry five where <laughs> my, my biggest gripe, is also the, the button. So you have like your standard, you know, three, four hit combo button, which is square, uh, standard, standard wise. Then you have triangle, which is the magic button. And there, there is one specific combo where you just, uh, alternate between the two where you do square, triangle, square, triangle, square, triangle even though the timing is a little weird in terms of it, at least specifically towards the end, I'm not sure how that quite works, but nonetheless, there is a combo like that, but that's about it. When it comes to that, I just wish there was more flexibility and uh, room for expression in terms of uh, the combat. It's like they wanted to, they wanted to go double may cry, but not, all the way. It's like they wanted to go double may cry, but only like only 75% where I feel like that other 25% is missing. So it's, it's at least for me, it's like either if you're going to be like devil may cry, go all the way or not. And I'm, I mean, I don't mean in terms of like, obviously just like cut and paste, um, devil may cry. Obviously there are some big differences like, you know, devil may cry is more, <laughs> tongue in cheek and, um, in your face kind of rather than, um, FF 16, which is way more reserved and kind of, um, uh, more laid back, which totally is fine. But I would have really still liked it. If FF 16, like did away at, did away with the magic button or at, had that as a third button. And then, square and triangle or whatever button at least have two combat buttons and then make the combos a little bit more beefy when it comes to that depth. 
So I guess they're, they're kind of means to kind of make, make up for that. It feels like is with the, um, <coughs> I forgot what they're called. The icon icon abilities or whatever, which are basically just modifiers or basically you hold uh, R2 to modify the buttons and then you press triangle or square, which you do certain various attacks of varying properties. Like there are some parries slash counters and there's just general, like, um, you know, standard multiple attacks and like, uh, pop-up attacks and things like that. But, um, yeah. And then I know there definitely took a lot of mental rerouting and, uh, um, muscle memory to, to get accustomed to the controls. I think that also is another point, which I think a lot of people do have issue with the controls are a little awkward. I mean, I've gotten acclimated to them, but I don't know, maybe it might come to a point where I might want to, I might be compelled to change them, but I guess mentally in my head, it's weird. Cause you can mod, uh, choose your modified icon ability with R2. And then later in the game, you get, uh, uh, other icons and then you have to hold L2 to do that or to toggle between them kind of like Devil May Cry where you cycle through your um in this case at least you cycle through your icons and icons have different uh, properties so there's also the square button which is like it that modifies depending on which icon you have so like one is where you do a dash towards an enemy. And I think when you dash towards them, if they're on the ground, you do an attack. I want to say the one is where you, you can kind of like the snatcher from devil may cry Four, where it grabs enemies close to you. If they're small enough, if they're bigger, you don't get that property unless like they're staggered to a half, um, where you get like an additional attribute where you can like bring them down temporarily. They're not fully staggered, but you do get uh, some extra hits in during that like moment. Um, and then one that I got uh, um, uh, recently is that you can <clears throat> like throw projectiles with it. So I don't know in my head in my muscle memory as somebody obviously who plays a lot of games, it was uh, not as, I don't know, flawless as I'd like it to be. I don't know. I just, I, part of me is, is wants to hold judgment until I've played more of the game where I've gotten like even more, what I assume more icons and stuff. And maybe that makes things feel a bit better after I've gotten more of a in-depth hang of it. But I don't, from what I've played so far, I, it feels like this is pretty much the kind of loop if you will, in terms of when it comes to combat, uh, maybe I'll gain more icons and they have maybe <clears throat> slightly different properties, but I, it's hard for me to see currently if that would, will, will make up for the issue I do have with the combat currently. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like so far, I feel like it, it should go, it should go at least fully blown devil may cry to an extent or just kind of somewhat deviate off of like the FF seven remake slash I from not having played it, but I assume it's kind of similar FF 15 formula 
and maybe make that a little bit more interesting because like when you do the combat where you can jump and do the jump stomp, like Devil May Cry and stuff, it definitely puts you in that mindset of like, Oh shit, I can do some really creative shit, which maybe you can. And maybe it could just be the fact that I'm not really, I'm not really, uh, going utilizing Clive to his full potential when it comes to his moveset. But I feel like I've gotten pretty much the muscle memory and, um, idea of pretty much all of his, uh, his arsenal. I feel like, so I don't know. That's really my, my biggest gripe so far, but we'll see. And then there's an arcade mode. So, I mean, apparently there's like a kind of like a similar devil may cry <clears throat> ranking system, uh, you know, where, you know, you got to do very combos and moves and stuff like that. <clears throat> so there, there, there could also be that, that, um, yeah, I'm, uh, part of me thinks maybe there could be like, I don't know a dedicated icon ability that like lets you use square and triangle is a, a, a guess I, I'm thinking that maybe that will make things more interesting, which I think that technically would, if that is the case. But again, I've yet to, um, come across that. And I don't know, is this definitely inspiring me to look up some YouTube videos of people doing combos, but then I don't want to spoil myself because that's definitely where you can fall into a trap of, looking up some certain things for a game you haven't beaten yet. And, you know, obviously for YouTubers that want to get like clicks and stuff, they'll put spoilers in, in, in the, in the, uh, in the thumbnail. They're like, ah, come on, man. Um, (laughs) I think that's (laughs) ironically, uh, I think that's how I kind of partially got spoiled with, uh, Devil May Cry five. I think I was trying to look up something on YouTube in regards to, I think maybe doing a secret mission or something like that. And I was looking up and then what do you know, like straight up a spoiler on the damn, on the damn thumbnail. Um, it was specifically in regards to Virgil, but then it was partially like at least to make myself feel okay about it. I was like, uh, he, uh, I mean, it was kind of a given that he, it was likely him. So, it was kind of like, uh, I mean, it was, it was pretty much a given that it was him, but at the same time, you know, you still wanted to be a surprise. So that's at least how I think I convinced myself. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm digging it. Don't get me wrong. That's just the biggest thing that is that I, I realize is starting to bother me a bit, but again, I'm giving it a benefit of the doubt that maybe like, as I, I get more icons and the properties of those icons might make things more interesting, um, is my guess. So I definitely for sure want to see this through, see if that, that churns out. Um, the quests are really good. The side quests, I'm really pretty much been doing every side quest that comes across along the main, uh, path. <clears throat> One thing I did notice as well as I think it, 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 it comes off very linear, um, more linear than I expected. Um, which is, uh, for me, I'm okay with, um, I think they probably have some means to make it not as much, at least mentally, I'm trying to wrap my head around. They do have you teleport a lot in terms of the map, which I'm totally okay with. 
and you can jump around the map. But I'm curious if I could just go to like some open area and if I can basically traverse through all the at least allocated linear points um, without transporting, even though I wouldn't otherwise, I'm just out of curiosity. A part of me wants to try that kind of like Grand Theft Auto where, you know, you kind of make your whole round around the whole map and just to <clears throat> see if you can type thing. Uh, part of me is thinking that you can't, but, uh, I am curious. Um, cause yeah, this definitely feels like the most linear. <sighs> Yeah, this feels like the most linear Final Fantasy as somebody who's not played that many, actually. But I assume the other Final Fantasies are generally pretty free uh, roaming, um, probably after you reach the initial tutorial or whatever. So I don't know. Um, love Sid. Shouts out to Sid. He is a dope character. Just that voice, man. You could tell, man, he'd be, he be pulling women left to right. You could just tell he just got that. He got that swagger about him and I, I respect, I love it. I love it. He be, he was getting all types, all kinds of ass. I'm, I'm I, I, that's, that's for certain. Um, Clive as a character, he's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I, I dig him. He, you know, he seems to be pretty much the traditional, uh, stoic, stoic, archetype kind of it feels like um plot actually is pretty interesting i've been engaged there's been some interesting twists and turns that uh i was not expecting so there's that as well um but a part of me feels like i technically haven't scratched the surface um i don't know maybe it's i've only i feel like i've played at least 25 hours but maybe i'm wrong about that Apparently is if you want to be like, do all the sub quests specifically, um, uh, it's about 70 hours. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Some people are saying different, haven't doing the same, but maybe they haven't done the full completionist stuff. And I think there's some, from what I've seen, some quests, uh, hunting quests, kind of like monster Hunter in a way that, uh, I think that's its whole, that's a whole deviation. So we'll see. Um, it's definitely, it's got its hooks in me moderately. I'm waiting for the moment. Oh yeah. How could I forget the damn icon battles? Boy, them things are epic as fuck. Epic, epic and anime as hell. Epic and anime as hell. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like some straight up, straight up anime shit. It really is, which I'm, I'm totally fine with. I'm totally fine. I have no complaints about that. I really don't. Um, so that's been fun. Yeah. Overall, I am digging it. I'm not, I'm not necessarily like stunned or like amazed or well, not uh, there's been some moments I haven't been amazed, but I don't know. I've not been, it's not, it's not hitting me like I maybe thought it would hype wise. But then again, this is an RPG. 
you got to let them cook sometimes when it comes to um, when it comes to, you know, getting into it, if you will. So we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. We'll see if uh, I'll uh, report next episode. There's been any interesting developments when it comes to that. But those are my thoughts so far, at least from what I'm guessing, like 25 25 hours in. So, yeah, other than that, that's (laughs) that's uh, all I've been uh, gaming as of late. So um, let's get into what I've been uh, watching. So uh, Hidden Invasion. Hidden Invasion has dropped what uh watched episode three earlier last week. I have dug it, dug it a lot. Um, I like the change of pace. It's like a definitely a suspenseful, suspenseful crime thriller type vibe, which I'm digging, uh, the whole concept of the scrolls and, you know, as somebody who, who actually is not reading in comics, I've really just, my main knowledge is through just watching the MCU as well as, you know, the various YouTube videos, <coughs> YouTube channels, screen crush, new rock stars, um, Heavy spoilers, I think, is another one. Um, so those have kind of been my uh, foundation when it comes to just background knowledge and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm really digging it. Samuel Jackson is back, finally, um, for real this time after the blip. Um, so yeah, I've been digging it so far. I I like uh, a lot of the commentary that you know Samuel Jackson. Um, you know, brings up obviously a lot of, you know, being a black person in, in, in this world, which is, that's real as hell. That's some real, real ass writing there for sure. And man, it was this dope ass scene with another character. I won't spoil. It's not a huge spoiler, but either way, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, where, yeah, they, they're, they're just talking about like, yeah, man, it really is tough. And you, you know, you, we, we both know how tough it is. And I was like, damn, that's, that's dope. That was some good ass writing. Whoever wrote that, that shit was really good. I've never like, just like, I don't know, come across like some straight up writing like that, that like resonated with me, uh, obviously as being a minority myself, I was like, damn, that really hit that really hit. I dug it <laughs> even when I'm in or no. Even when I'm out, I'm in. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, Fury. Um, <clears throat> What else? Is there anything else notable to bring up in regards to it? Um, Yeah, without spoiling it. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's been really interesting. And then, you know, it's now it's the whole thing. Of who's a scroll? Who isn't? Who's been a scroll this whole time? Like even going potentially back to like, you know, all the all the infinity war stuff and things like that, which is very interesting. And I think that, 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 that makes it very fun to show very fun in terms of who is who, who's all oh, was he a scroll this whole time. And then there is the, I think the question a lot of people brought up is the concern that, you know, depending on who it could be or, and or is like, 
finding out some of these people uh, was a scroll like the whole time or potentially throughout the whole history, if you will, maybe is uh, kind of scary. Cause like it could definitely devalue some of the emotional beats from some of the previous stuff. Um, so it, I hope they, they're walking carefully when it comes to that. Cause like at least what's being alluded to is one particular person <clears throat> being a scroll. And man, if that person is a scroll, that's just gonna, that's just gonna, uh, definitely devalue some stuff, um, in terms of previous movies in retro, you know, in retrospect after this, but we'll see. I assume they're going to be very careful about that. Cause yeah, otherwise it definitely would be some, some, some conflict some conflict if you will but overall thoroughly enjoying secret invasion um it's pretty good i think six episodes halfway technically so also have been uh watching uh i forgot to talk about i watched a while back was a uh, black mirror season six um which yeah man that uh boy, this season was a, was a doozy in some ways for sure. Um, uh, definitely some very good episodes. Um, specifically, uh, Joanne is our awful was really good. What was another one? Um, uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was basically the one with Paul Ryan and I think Josh Hartnett, where um. I don't want to even spoil it. Um, basically the concept is they're both. I don't want to spoil it. Basically I'll, I'll at least say that they're both astronauts and they play with a certain technology when it comes to that. And that leads to some very, very crazy shit. I'll say that, man, that was a, it was a, that was a pretty good episode too. Um, then like some of the other episodes was very odd. Uh, it just, at least my issue with it, if it was a episode on its own, a series outside of black mirror, I think I would have liked it more, but I think because of the premise of black mirror and the expectation of black mirror, which is essentially issues that is a commentary on issues that could potentially happen in the future. Um, if technology, um, we get technology at a certain point, <clears throat> which a couple of the episodes of, the, of this season do very much oddly go against in a lot of ways. So like, uh, uh just a couple episodes take a very odd supernatural direction. I, I can at least say that that is very like jarring. Um, especially in regards to your expectations of what black, what a black mirror episode is, which of course, like I said already is that, you know, basically what if technology got to a point and brings up some of these, maybe in some cases, gray issues 
and kind of exploit them in certain ways. And, um, just the, the, the technology that's in front of us and how potentially it can be misused and abused and things like that, which I think some of those episodes very much (laughs) go away from, which I think, uh, leads to just a very odd jarring, like sentiments, at least for me. So, but outside, outside of that, the, the, the highs hit, but some of those lows were, it was, it was kind of comical at a point. I'm like, what is this? So yeah, man, that was, that was a doozy. Um, I'll at least allude to one. It was one episode, um, with a uh, Zazzy beats. Uh, she's like a paparazzi. <laughs> I'll leave it at that, but it takes a very odd turn. It takes a very weird, unexpected odd turn. And I think that's been a sentiment for a lot of people in regards to <coughs> some of the episodes again, without spoiling, um, you know, but overall I, I thoroughly did enjoy it. Um, with those exceptions. Um, but man, it was really good. So with that being said, um, that also kept me or got me in like a, um, black mirror mood. And, um, there was the one movie that came out, I guess, apparently way back in 2019, um, called black mirror bandersnatch, which for some reason I never got around to watching. Um, maybe, I don't know. Part of me was like, I I don't know. I was just, I heard about the feature that you can choose, kind of choose your own adventure, similar to like, um, walking dead, uh, the telltale games and things like that. Um, which, yeah, I don't know why I never got around to it, but at least now, what, four, four years later, uh, I got around to watching it and man, this was a very, very awesome, uh, experience. I'll say that cause it's very unique. Like you can't experience it anywhere, but Netflix to my understanding. Um, yeah, I really liked the commentary of the, of, of this, this movie. Um, the, there, there's definitely full fourth wall breaking moments. Um, it was, it, 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 I'm just, just amazed at what I assume is a lot of work that went into this because at least, um, just to paint a brief picture. So there are a, a fair amount of moments within this movie where you're, you're asked to, to make a choice between two options, pretty much just like, just like, uh, you know, like your home, if you've played like telltale games and stuff like that, where you make two choices generally, and you know, you choose one, see the outcome and see what happens. Essentially. Uh, there are some, some moments where it does, it does seem to be like a direct, like, Oh yeah, this is the wrong choice. Let's, let's rewind. Let's rewind back and try again. And you know, obviously you'll make a different choice and then, go continue on your route, but it is interesting to kind of experiment and, you know, just, I'm just very fascinated and curious of like 
the development process when it came to this movie because you could tell there's a lot of work that had to be done <laughs> in terms of the various branching paths and those branching paths having branches path branching paths and those branching paths having branching paths and stuff like that um which is pretty pretty damn like mind blowing when you think about it um i just would love the i'm i'm probably going to look up after this uh a yeah some like youtube making of or even a netflix making of bandersnatch and see just the whole process of how it, how it goes, how they got Netflix involved in that re- regard, in terms of like how um how they like got how they got that to integrate with Netflix's system, because then Netflix like it has to integrate with their whole like I don't know setup whenever you launch a movie from all the many optional platforms you can, but I guess obviously you pretty much just need a remote by you. But then there were some weird moments where like, uh, because of the remote I had and the responsiveness of it was sluggish. It was some particular moments, not to spoil that did need more response, which I wasn't able to fully get and kind of like, uh, it, it, it did kind of, uh, tarnish the experience in that extent, but, just as overall project experiment experience <laughs> experience. Um, it was dope. It was very dope. Even as somebody who obviously has had experience playing a lot of, uh, telltale games. Um, I don't, I forgot. I, I'm pretty sure there's a term for these, these games. Let me look it up. Actually, what, what would, you call um a tell tell game what would you call it tell what would you call a tell tell game genre adventure i guess technically adventure point and click yeah kind of point and click well at least in the sense of the mo- this movie is not as much, but it's probably closest to in a way. Um, telltale style. I mean, that, that almost makes sense. Episodic. Yeah, man, I don't think it's a, a, a fully realized generalized term, but yeah, nonetheless. Uh, yeah, I was curious about that, but yeah, man, if you've not, if you one, if you're a fan of black mirror, um, first and foremost, then yeah, I highly recommend. I say, even if you're not like, let's say if this, the first movie, like if, yeah, like if, if I wanted to give somebody a taste, if I want to give somebody a taste of what black mirror is. I think I would actually want them to experience this first and then like, this actually intrigued their interest. They're like, Oh, is the other, a lot of other stuff like this? Yeah. Let me see what this black mirror is about. Cause I think it very much is very on brand, uh, for sure. In terms of the black mirror, like, um, theme of, uh, the shows and stuff, uh, episodes. So man, yeah, that was, a, that was a great experience. It was, 
It very much was. And, you know, obviously just being a, a movie you're in control of was pretty dope. So, hell yeah. Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. If you have not watched that and you're a fan of Black Mirror, highly recommend it. Even though you probably might have. Um, <laughs> I might be one of the few that's that probably hasn't. So, there you go. Um, With that being said... I think that will conclude episode 177 of Switch's Sites. Um, if you did like the show, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your various podcasts and platforms. Uh, you can catch me record this live on Twitch TV slash A Switch Thursday evenings. Generally, you can also catch archives of this video or stream on youtube.com slash A Switch. Um, but yeah, until next time, y'all. Uh, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.